Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 134, looking at 1 Chronicles 1 and 2 and Acts chapter 23. Well, we begin a brand new book today. And let's be honest with each other. Reading names is difficult. I mean, let's be really honest. Did you even read all the names today? But first, let me recommend a Bible app, something like Dwell, that will read out the names for you. And for a start, this will help you understand how to pronounce each name. Second, and this is most important, names show the sovereignty of God. So look at where we begin, with Adam, the first created human being. We then go through generations upon generations, each individual important to God, each speaking of his creation, and each part of the will and plan of God. These names speak of centuries that God was faithful to a faithless generation. They speak of promises kept by God, but broken by the people. And ultimately, they highlight the need for a saviour. Think about it for a moment. If you saw your parents' names or your grandparents' names or even your great-great-great-grandparents' names, you would know two things. First, that you belong to this family and second, each has a story to tell. We'll know this today. You belong to these generations written in these two chapters. You belong to the created mankind who was formed by God. You also have a story to tell. The question is, will it be one of faithfulness to God or will it be rejection of his word? You see, there is always more to a name than just the name itself. Let's now head into the book of Acts. People can truly be evil. The Jewish community and their leaders hate Paul with such a passion that no matter what he says, they would not look fondly on him. However, Paul, to some extent, doesn't help himself. For he knows the law, he knows what they are doing is wrong, and he's not shy in pointing it out. Paul is not arrogant to slap them with the truth. Rather, he's trying to lovingly show the faults and the route to salvation. Silence to him was not an option. His insistent approach to sharing the truth angers the crowd, for they cannot agree what to do with him. In the end, a plot is put together to kill Paul. And notice the link here to Jesus. Just as Jesus was insistent on sharing the truth, Paul was. Just as there was a plot to kill Jesus, there is now a plot to kill Paul. As this is raging on in the community, the Romans step in to protect Paul, for he may have caused dissension amongst the people, but he does not warrant death. He sent away to Felix for his own protection. What is incredible here is when we remember something very similar happened to Jesus before Pilate. At that time, Pilate was influenced by the mob and sentenced Jesus to death. And here we have the Romans protecting Paul. The question is, for how long will they keep the mob at bay? Well, we'll find that out as we continue to study over the coming days. But I keep coming back to this niggling thought about how the world reacts to the truth. Scripture clearly tells us that friendship with the world means enmity with God. In other words, you can only serve one, the world or Jesus. Which keeps bringing me back to this. Clearly Paul served Jesus for the world hated him and the message he spoke. So what about me? Does the world hate me and the message I speak? We're not aiming for them to hate us. Rather, it is a byproduct of sincere and passionate following of Jesus. Do I follow Jesus in such a way that the world thinks I'm crazy for the claims I make about him? I wonder, have we all got a bit too close to the world, a bit too friendly, that we forget our task is to bring the message of salvation to a sinful world? The gospel offends, not because that's a priority, but because it speaks truth into sinful lives. Are we too close to the world? Certainly a question I keep pondering as we follow through the book of Acts. But for now, let's pray together. 
Father, we do indeed praise you for generations upon generations of your faithfulness, that you have kept going with your creation. We have failed you consistently and we are so sorrowful over that, but you have been faithful. You have kept your promises and you have brought that salvation plan through Jesus Christ. And Father, we pray that we would not trade that grace and mercy we find for Jesus and trade it for the world. Father, we pray that we would live for Jesus in this world, serving his purposes. Father, help us not get too attached to this world. Help us focus on that eternal life promised for us through Christ Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen.